Leviticus chapter 18. The Lord spoke to Moses, Speak to the Israelites and tell them, I am the Lord your God. Do not follow the practices of the land of Egypt where you used to live or follow the practices of the land of Canaan where I am bringing you. You must not follow their customs. You are to practice my ordinances and you are to keep my statutes by following them. I am the Lord your God. Keep my statutes and ordinances. A person will live if he does them. I am the Lord. You are not to come near any close relative for sexual intercourse. I am the Lord. You are not to violate the intimacy that belongs to your father and mother. She is your mother. You must not have sexual intercourse with her. You are not to have sex with your father's wife. She is your father's family. You are not to have sexual intercourse with your sister, either your father's daughter or your mother's. Whether born at home or born elsewhere, you are not to have sex with her. You are not to have sexual intercourse with your son's daughter or your daughter's daughter, for they are your family. You are not to have sexual intercourse with your father's wife's daughter, who is adopted by your father. She is your sister. You are not to have sexual intercourse with your father's sister. She is your father's close relative. You are not to have sexual intercourse with your mother's sister, for she is your mother's close relative. You are not to violate the intimacy that belongs to your father's brother by approaching his wife to have sexual intercourse. She is your aunt. You are not to have sexual intercourse with your daughter-in-law. She is your son's wife. You are not to have sex with her. You are not to have sexual intercourse with your brother's wife. She is your brother's family. You are not to have sexual intercourse with a woman and her daughter. You are not to marry her son's daughter or her, daughter or her daughter's daughter and have sex with her. They are close relatives. It is depraved. You are not to marry a woman as a rival to her sister and have sexual intercourse with her during her sister's lifetime. You are not to approach a woman during her menstrual impurity to have sexual intercourse with her. You are not to have sexual intercourse with your neighbor's wife, defiling yourself with her. You are not to sacrifice any of your children in the fire to Melech. 
do not profane the name of your God. I am the Lord. You are not to sleep with a man as with a woman. It is detestable. You are not to have sexual intercourse with any animal, defiling yourself with it. A woman is not to present herself to an animal to mate with it. It is a perversion. Do not defile yourselves by any of these practices. For the nations I am driving out before you have defiled themselves by all these things. The land has become defiled. So I am punishing it for its iniquity. And the land will vomit out its inhabitants. But you are to keep my statutes and ordinances. You must not commit any of these detestable acts, not the native or the alien who resides among you. For the people who are in the land prior to you have committed all these detestable acts, and the land has become defiled. If you defile the land, it will vomit you out as it has vomited out the nations that were before you. Any person who does any of these detestable practices is to be cut off from his people. You must keep my instruction to not do any of the detestable customs that were practiced before you so that you do not defile yourselves by them. I am the Lord your God. Psalm 22. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from my deliverance and from my words of groaning? My God, I cry by day but you do not answer. By night yet I have no rest, but you are holy, enthroned on the praises of Israel. Our fathers trusted in you. They trusted and you rescued them. They cried to you and were set free. They trusted in you and were not disgraced. But I am a worm and not a man, scorned by men and despised by people. Everyone who sees me mocks me. They sneer and shake their heads. He relies on the Lord. Let him rescue him. Let the Lord deliver him, since he takes pleasure in him. You took me from the womb making me secure while at my mother's breast. I was given over to you at birth. You have been my God from my mother's womb. Do not be far from me because your distress is near and there is no one to help. Many bulls surround me. Strong ones of Bashan encircle me. They open their mouths against me. Lions mauling and roaring. I am poured out like water, and 
all my bones are disjointed. My heart is like wax melting within me. My strength is dried up like baked clay. My tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. You put me into the dust of death, for dogs have surrounded me. A gang of evildoers has closed in on me. They pierced my hands and my feet. I can count all my bones. People look and stare at me. They divided my garments among themselves and they cast lots for my clothing. But you, Lord, don't be far away. My strength, come quickly to help me. Deliver my life from the sword, my only life from the power of these dogs. Save me from the mouth of the lion. You have rescued me from the horns of the wild oxen. I will proclaim your name to my brothers. I will praise you in the congregation. You who fear Yahweh, praise him. All you descendants of Jacob, honor him. All you descendants of Israel, revere him. For he has not despised or detested the torment of the afflicted. He did not hide his face from them, but listened when he cried to him for help. I will give praise in the great congregation because of you. I will fulfill my vows before those who fear you. The humble will eat and be satisfied. Those who seek the Lord will praise him. May your heart live forever. May your hearts live forever. At the ends of the earth will remember and turn to the Lord. All the families of the nations will bow down before you. For kingship belongs to the Lord. He rules over the nations. All who prosper on earth will eat and bow down. All those who go down to the dust will kneel before him. Even the one who cannot preserve his life, their descendants will serve him. The next generation will be told about the Lord. They will come and tell a people yet to be born about his righteousness, what he has done. Ecclesiastes chapter 1, the words of the teacher, son of David, king of Jerusalem. Absolute futility, says the teacher. Absolute futility. Everything is futile. What does a man gain for all his efforts that he labors at under the sun? A generation goes 
and a generation comes, but the earth remains forever. The sun rises and the sun sets, panting. It returns to its place where it rises, gusting to the south, turning to the north, turning, turning, goes the wind, and the wind returns in its cycles. All the streams flow to the sea, yet the sea is never full. The streams are flowing to the place, and they flow there again. All things are wearisome. Man is unable to speak. The eye is not satisfied by seeing or the ear with hearing. What has been is what will be, and what has been is what will be done. There is nothing new under the sun. Can one say about anything, look, this is new. It has already existed in the ages before us. There is no remembrance of those who came before and of those who will come after, but there also will be no remembrance by those who follow them. I, the teacher, have been king over Israel in Jerusalem. I applied my mind to seek and explore through wisdom all that is done under the heaven. God has given people this miserable task to keep them occupied. I have seen all things that are done under the sun and have found everything to be futile, a pursuit of the wind. What is crooked cannot be straightened. What is lacking cannot be counted. I said to myself, look, I have amassed wisdom far beyond those who were over Jerusalem before me, and my mind has thoroughly grasped wisdom and knowledge. I applied my mind to know wisdom and knowledge, madness and folly. I learned that this too is a pursuit of the wind. For with much wisdom is much sorrow. As knowledge increases, grief increases. 1 Timothy chapter 3 This saying is trustworthy. If anyone aspires to be an overseer, he desires a noble work. An overseer, therefore, must be above reproach, the husband of one wife, self-controlled, sensible, respectable, hospitable, an able teacher, not addicted to wine, not a bully but gentle, not quarrelsome, not greedy, one who manages his own household competently, having his children under control with all dignity. If anyone does not know how to manage his own household, 
How will they take care of God's church? He must not be a new convert, or he might become conceited and fall into the condemnation of the devil. Furthermore, he must have a good reputation among outsiders so that he does not fall into disgrace and the devil's trap. Deacons, likewise, should be worthy of respect, not hypocritical, not drinking a lot of wine, not greedy for money, holding the mystery of the faith with a clear conscience, and they must also be tested first. If they prove blameless, then they can serve as deacons. Wives, too, must be worthy of respect, not slanderers, self-controlled, faithful in everything. Deacons must be husbands of one wife, managing their children in their own households competently. For those who have served well as deacons, acquire a good standing for themselves and great boldness in the faith that is in Christ Jesus. I write these things to you, hoping to come to you soon. But if I should be delayed, I have written so that you will know how people ought to act in God's household, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and foundation of the truth and most certainly the mystery of godliness is great he was manifested in the flesh vindicated in the spirit seen by angels preached among the nations believed on in the world taken up in glory He was manifested in the flesh, vindicated in the spirit, seen by angels, preached among the nations, believed on in the world, taken up in glory.